<laughs> there you go. Wait, are you starting it? Yeah, I thought, why not? I felt like this was interesting. We can always trim it. Are you gonna keep that rock in your belly button for the whole episode? It looks like it looks like it was meant to be there. <laughs> it looks like you're giving birth to some sort of weird alien egg. Hi. Hi. It's been so long. Too long. We've been busy. We miss you guys. Uh, welcome to Drenched, the show where we get wet, 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 wet. wet. Okay. <laughs> That's right, Rowan. This is the closest closest i can't I stop i can't stop looking <laughs> don't look at my belly we purposely purposefully came to a room with no distractions and, and i created one <laughs> i don't know if i can hold the phone like do you want to here place it somewhere we didn't really plan very well oh okay is my belly just the place to <laughs> it's like cent- everything in the center okay so now i have <laughs> I feel like I'm like, like doing some sort of weird like pagan like worship ritual. <laughs> you did say you wanted. <laughs> no, that's scary. You Talk know, I've been sleeping me. ten hours a night, and I think I figured out why. Why? Because I keep a thing of lavender in my bed. It's making you sleep too good. You I need know. just that's too much lavender in that satchel. <laughs> you need just one kernel. You've got a thousand nights sleep in that thing. And smell it from all the way over here. It's cool. fun to sniff. Um, oh dear. Uh, right now I'm balancing a moonstone, a grinder, a poetry book, a pen, um, a tarot deck, and Rowan's phone on my All belly. on her belly. <laughs> You're like the cat in the hat, in a way. Am I? When he puts all the stuff on his head? But on my tummy. You're an instigator. Of what? You're um, a real... I can't breathe deeply. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. We should move this. <laughs> Why don't you? How do you want to be? I can hold this for now. I feel like it's I'm good. giving birth. It'll be a little strengthening. Anyways, what do my... we have to discuss? Uh, we recorded a teaser episode that Rowan will release soon. I will release soon. I haven't posted it yet, which is weird, I guess. In like You'd think I should post them in the order they happen in life. Yeah. So I have to post that first before I post this. Yeah. Where we talked about <laughs> we talked about second bell in that, so we we won't talk. We were about getting that ready here. for Carly Rae Jepsen, which was a wonderful night with all of our dear friends. It was one one of the best nights of my life. It really came together really beautifully. That night ruled. We kicked ass. Ripped. So fun. It rocked. We raged. We, we were the only I was ones. Very sweaty. Raging in the balcony. It turns out you should not wear pink polyester to a Carly Rae Jepsen concert. You'll get oh, very sweaty. I had like a titty journey throughout the whole thing. Oh, same girl. I'm pretty sure I had a nip slip during Call Me Maybe. <laughs> but that's between me and Carly. I know. I think I had a couple. That's fine. That's okay. Who was looking at us? Everybody down below. Remember our friends <laughs> came up. To, that's right. To, our friends found us they, and came they and were, us. They said we were watching you guys up there. I know. We were they rowdy. Saw a titty. We were rowdy. That's fine. I'll allow it. Yeah, it's cool. Anything for Carly. I looked hot. The moon gave us permission to be vulnerable that night. Was it a new moon? I no. Do you remember the moon from the her set? Yeah, the she beginning? did have moon. The moon, her big the moon, moon energy. That's what I've. That's what I most 
have told people about was this how just she told a story with the whole show and she had this big ass moon that spoke to you at the the moon opened and closed the show it was just whew, right up my alley you do love the moon i wonder I what carly ray jepson's sun moon and rising are i bet that's on the internet you're gonna look it up right now where's my phone the people need to know i can't tell you that oh, okay <laughs> I've been, I've just got flashed <laughs> for the fourth so. time, for the fifth time today. I took off my bra and I'm wearing a short sweater and you know what? Uh, these are risks that happen when you're staying at home. I think you should be comfortable in your own home. I told Fire the other day, like, I when you're not here, I like to walk around nude and I don't know, I just don't like clothes very much. And I said I would have this be like a nudist household, but that might exacerbate the rumors that we are starting. <laughs> I had a whole collection of roasts for Rowan, but unfortunately she had a medical emergency. I did. I, is it, I guess I can talk about it. You can it talk about it if you want to. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, I don't, I don't mind at all. It's weird to hear calling it an emergency, but I guess it was because I pretty much felt collapsed when I was at school because I was in so much pain. I got to school and uh, went to the ER for a few hours, but the pain got a little better and I'm fine now. And I did a lot of Googling. You're not really supposed to do that. It's kind of stressful, but when the ER waits super long and like, you know, I know I've had this kind of thing happen before, but probably most likely it was an ovarian cyst bursting which feels yeah it feels like maybe like you know your appendix burst or it's like super painful when emily was driving me to the er i was like i was like if is this what childbirth is like because i think i'm gonna be like really good at it because i feel like i'm really good at just like breathing through pain and like separating myself from the experience but it's still scary because i know it's like I'm like, okay, yeah, like, I don't have to freak out because I can be calm through this, but also, I don't want my body to break down. I like it, you know, so that... Yeah, you got a good buddy. Yeah, but I'm I was really, I was really scared for you because we were supposed to co-host a show together that night, and I was kind of freaking out. Not that I doubted my ability to host the show or to, like, do the show well. I just, like... My roommate and one of my best friends was at the ER. Yeah. And when you called me, like, you sounded like you were in a lot of pain. And I was, like, scared for you. Yeah, it was scary. So I, I wanted to make sure you were okay before I could, like, <laughs> willingly. Right, right, right. And everybody really came through. A lot of people helped me out. And uh, I realized it's probably good that I'm talking about this because I think a lot of people have the same thing where we just work so hard all the time Mm -hmm. and just go 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 Mm -hmm. and then there comes a point when your body is just gonna be like fucking stop and so I yeah whatever why why ever that happened whether it was uh my like workouts or like getting railed I don't know (laughs) (laughs) whatever everyone's favorite activities um yeah I know like that I found out it's those two things can cause a cyst to burst or rupture and I was just like fuck that's that's just the that's cherry on top of the cake the cherry on top of the sundae um but I'm okay and I 
know now that I need to make more time for rest. I, so I had to be still for like three whole days and it was really hard, but I watched a lot of movies, probably like eight and some TV shows. You seem like you were watching a lot of movies. Rowan yeah. asked for me not to speak to her for two whole days and I was like, yeah. uh. I'd been, <laughs> I know, I knew, I knew it would come across weird. I knew, but I was like, you know what? It, it, you just, well, sometimes you have to ask for what you need. I, here's the thing. I've never really been that way. Like, I've, I, I can't, when I need space, I do, like, minimal conversation, but I've yeah. never been, like, totally silent. I think because I just come from such a large family, like, that's just, was never my reality. But I managed to, I was, you know, I wasn't offended by this request. I was just <laughs> kind of puzzled. And I thought about it for a couple of days, and I realized Rowan Living with Rowan is like living with a Victorian ghost. And that uh, I kind of have to pretend she's not there unless she decides to make her presence known. <laughs> and she's told me that. Well, she kindly asked if I had the space to be roasted after <laughs> my two days of silence. Which came, my day, my quiet days came because I, I um, well, I'd been reading about silent retreats, and I'm really interested in that, but it's just not something I can, like, plan for and pay for right now. I mean, I could, I feel like I can make a fucking free silent retreat, like. Just ask not to speak to your roommate for yeah, two days. Yeah, I mean, usually, <laughs> usually you're out in nature and not watching Pixar movies, but that was my little version of one, and I really honestly felt like fresh and new at the end of it so I appreciated the quiet time and and when you roasted me like that also that's not the first time I've heard that I know so I had my my last roommate tell me that I mean your ex-boyfriend yeah (laughs) I don't know why I Mm -hmm. said it like that (laughs) no it's fine I just I know and I did play a ghost once and I really like I saw the role posted and I was like I was born for this (laughs) I looked I'm that's me I feel like I'm. I have the opposite of a ghost presence. (laughs) I walk into a room. It's like boom. I'm there, which is why I honestly think I forget I'm short sometimes. So when I ask for help, (laughs) people laugh at me. Yeah, because I feel like I have such a big presence. Mm -hmm. They're like, "Oh yeah, you're like five (laughs) two. People do. They forget. Like people often forget that you're short. (laughs) That's true. I'm not tall. I forget you're short too, even though you always need help. We need to get you a little step stool. <laughs> I used to have one from IKEA. I don't know where it is now. Oh, I'll get you a princess step stool. Oh my god. You don't want that? No, it's fine. I'm just. Well, you don't seem very excited about it. Monster Zing Something I'm stool? struggling with. It's not really that big of a deal, but you know, I've been mulling it over for a while. I'm uh, too adorable. Oh. I didn't really know. I mean, you talked about it to me yesterday, I think. <laughs> Is that a while? <laughs> well, basically, people keep telling me I have the energy of, like, Mabel from Gravity Falls or, like, Linda mm, from Bob's Burgers. Yeah. And, like, that's fine. It's good that I make people laugh and I'm goofy and I'm a warm presence. Right. But I want to sometimes kind of be, like, Galadriel. <laughs> Why is that funny? Be, or be, like, Lara Croft's Tomb Raider. Yeah! I want to yeah. be a little, like... Tough. We'll pick a how. Oh, your Halloween costume is gonna be Velma. Mm-hmm. You're oh, asking for it. <laughs> You're asking for it. Oh Fuck. my god, that's no. so funny. Why don't it's... you be Tomb Raider for Halloween? I asked my mom to be Tomb I'm Raider. I'm gonna be cold. 
Oh. No, it's it like a bodysuit, right? No, she wears like shorts and a tank top and oh, lots okay. of she has lots of straps. Okay, you she, will be cold. Yeah. I don't want to be cold. Maybe if I'm like out in the city where I'm only outside for short periods of time, but we going to have a bonfire. It's true we'll be outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how to uh, tackle this adorableness issue. I don't either. I think maybe... You are pretty adorable. (sighs) You don't like hearing it? No, it's fine. I just... I've always been adorable. I'm ready to be fierce. But you... Can you not be both? That's true. I can be adorably fierce. Yeah. Yeah. You could be fierce some days and adorable some days. You know that Dr. Seuss book, My Many Colored Days? No. What? He wrote it under a pseudonym, the, like, Leo, the... Like, Dr. Seuss is not already a pseudonym. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, about how... You've never read My Many Colored Days? Dude, I have it. I'll go get it right now. You don't want it. Maybe later. This is kind of similar to the issue we have where you didn't want to record the cats because you didn't want people to hear the cats and not have a visual for them. You don't this want is... them to hear the poem. It's just a poem. It's like a poem. It's 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 kind of extensive. It kind of needs the pictures. That... Basically, it's called My Many Colored Days, and it's just about... I'll, I'll let you borrow it, but it's about how on different days, you're different colors. Like, one mm. day you're angry, one red, one day you're blue, one day you're green. It's, you know... We, yeah, we're just different. Different days, and we feel different ways, and it's just... We have to honor those spaces like when i'm in a bad mood and i'm like thinking about death and cockroaches people think that's really funny too what does it matter what they think that's true i don't care that would be like um a gray day i guess when you're thinking about cockroaches Mm -hmm. i like those not in my house no not in the house not in the house (laughs) outside ryan was talking to me seriously about getting a tarantula i'm going to i i just don't want to have to see or touch it ever I and I told Joanna that actually you don't have to handle your tarantula and it's honestly recommended to not because a lot of them are they can jump and they're quick and a lot of people accidentally drop their tarantulas because we can't help the you know jump reflex we have when something like lunges out and they're not trying to hurt you they're just like explorative and also the things that look like hairs on their bodies those have little they're like they can poke you. It's not like soft. They they're not soft like how they look. So I would just keep him in his in, or her. Well, what if her she ever got out and she would scare me? I would be afraid that I would be so scared. I would be really careful for that to not happen because then the dog might get her. That's like another reason I haven't gotten one because it's because I worry about. We have too many animals already. Not too no. many, but a good amount. I mean, it's a fucking zoo over here, but that's like. That's Probably what I got like. the largest aquarium I've ever seen for a single goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found a sad little fish. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of a funny story the, because he was left at my parents' house and in this little um, bucket and they were kind of feeding him sometimes, but the water was pretty dirty and I was just like, oh... I need to bring this fish in for the winter. Like, he's going to get cold, and he's all oh alone. He had had, fif- like, 15 <laughs> brothers and sisters. He was the, he ate them all. And <laughs> so I spent 
almost eight hours one day dedicated to this fish and like god i hope that my family doesn't listen to this like almost two hundred dollars on supplies for him which i could not afford like i'm like yeah i absolutely i'm still recovering from that hit and from all the travel but i just couldn't leave him out there like i tried to walk away and i was like oh no this will break my heart like i need to bring this fish inside Rowan has a heart for uh the ocean including goldfish i love fish i just love them yeah, and but the internet, he's a Sarasa, Sarasa Comet goldfish, and those fish can get really big, and actually you're only supposed to have one to a tank, and you need, like, uh, tanks for them are supposed to be bigger than that, like, you're supposed to, that's like 40-something gallons, and they're supposed to have, like, 50, um, but yeah, he can't have a friend, it's a bummer, maybe a snail, I'll look into it. But he's so happy! I know, just people come to visit our house. And they see a tiny goldfish in an enormous tank, and they laugh. And I did. <laughs> Wouldn't you want all the kinds of space to roam? He loves swimming around no, in there. No, honestly, I feel safer in smaller places. A lot of people's goldfish die because they don't have enough space. People think, you know, in storybooks and movies, you see goldfish. Yes, I'm not a goldfish. I guess you're not a goldfish. <laughs> I wrote a poem about the fish. You, I'm sure you did. I'll show you later. People keep getting confused because I'll talk about James Taylor. And they're like... James Taylor is what she named the goldfish. Yeah. It's very funny because Pigeon is jealous of the goldfish. I was going to name the fish Cardi B, but he didn't respond to that. (laughs) And I started singing James Taylor and he got really excited. (laughs) You mean I'm going to have had a goldfish named Cardi B living in the house? Uh, he didn't, that wasn't, the universe was like, no. How's he going to respond when we just dance? We might shake the aquaria with our bumpins. I think he'll be okay. He was an outdoor fish for a couple of years. He can that doesn't mean little. he knows the art of dance. I'll, t- I'll talk to him first. Okay, let him know what's happening. Because Pigeon doesn't like it when I dance. No, he has to go outside. <laughs> One time I was dancing to Old Town Road and Pigeon attacked me. Oh, I want to dance so bad. And we were dancing earlier. Rowan and I had to dance bad. <laughs> I was like a little out of breath when, when we started recording from our dance battle. That was honestly so fun. We can have another dance battle. I can put my switch up there. The Taylor Swift, the new Taylor Swift has inspired us in many ways. Mostly that um, I like to make TikToks again, I guess. No one followed me on TikTok, though. It's made me dance again. Like, I just can't stop dancing to it all around the house all the time. It's pretty fun. I don't know why I'm just messing with this lavender. It's kind of fun. I'm playing with this rock. I gave you a rock. You could, they can probably hear the crunching on the sound. Can I know. you guys hear crunching? What do you think? I, you think I just thought I just made this appear in my hand? I gave it to you while you were sharing your story of... My ovaries yeah. bursting. I wanted you to feel safe. Thank you so much. I figured much. it would be good for... Because I have a rock in my belly button. You really have kept this in your belly button so far almost the whole time. How long? So, uh, 1919. Ooh. Bitch. We had Emily over earlier and we ranked our... Well, I thought we were ranking... I thought that we were ranking <laughs> all 1 through 20 in order... So I was, like, really taking my time, and everybody, Joanna finished right away, and I was like, how'd she do that so fast? And then Emily finished, and then we realized we were all doing different kinds of lists. I was ranking my top five. Emily was doing the ten that she liked the most, (laughs) in no particular order. 
Um, but she did kind of, she discussed, like, which groupings were her favorites. and But I did, so I just did watch <laughs> my favorites, one through ten. I think that Midnight Rain is my favorite, and Mastermind is my second. Makes sense. Rowan likes yeah. Mastermind because no one wanted to play with her as a little girl. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of friends. I was just a really bossy little kid, and I had it's a Capricorn a, Rising. My kid, yeah, I. I want to show you an episode of TV that I think will resonate with you. What is the episode of TV? It's called Gravity Falls. Okay, I've seen that show. It's the show I was watching a lot, and there's one episode where Mabel is the boss. Yeah, and I think you'd like it as a boss. I've re- really, I bet I would like it. I've really reframed that bossy label. Because I had good ideas, and I just told, I knew how to direct my friends to execute them, and I... It's not bad to be a leader. No, and a few, I had a couple people, like, I had very few, I had few friends, but they were quality. Um, It's good to weed friends. That sounds bad. Yeah. It's good to be intentionable. uh, (laughs) Intentionable. Intentionable. It's good to, I... It's a word now. It's important. To be particular about who you choose to welcome into your close circle. Oh, absolutely. Because some people are like, yes, I want to be here. I will do everything I can to show up and be here. Right. And you're like, okay, you're in the inner circle. Some people you like to elect to that and they don't really want it. Yeah. They'll do a lot of things to be like, no, no, not for me. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that some people in my life I've tried to put in the close inner circle and they they just don't want to be there. Mm. Some people just do not want to, <clears throat> and some people are friends in like certain circles. You right. know what I mean? <clears throat> right. They don't want to show up for everything, which is also fine. You know. Yeah, it's it doesn't lessen your love. It's just friend. Best friends are it, <laughs> friendship is a tear. Friendship is a tear. Mindy Kaling says that. That's beautiful. Best friendship is a tear. T i e r. Mm-hmm. I thought you meant T-E-A-R. I was like, wow, that's so poetic. No. Like you have tears. Like a ranking. Yeah, like that thing we've talked about before, I think on this, where you can only have, like, there's studies that show that you can only foster so many close relationships before you step out into these, like, outer circles. And, like, if you want to have quality relationships, it's true. Because the people that have fewer friends generally have deeper connections with those people than the people that have, like, a shit ton of friends. I think I have very many friends. I'm very lucky in that way. But as far as, like, people who I spend considerable amounts of time, energy, and attention with, that list is pretty limited. Yeah. I'll say I've never, like, tried to put anybody in my... Except for, like, I guess, you know, men or whatever. But, like, n- friendship-wise, I've never tried to put I- anybody in, like, my friendship. Like, I honestly have... have to, All my friendships that I have, like, they, th- they those people seeked me out and, like... That's true. I do love to win people over. And I don't even try to win people over. It's like I almost, in friendship, especially like in my past years, like when Emily and I became friends, I was like wary of people. Like I would just, I, I mean, I would not leave my house. Like I didn't have. Interesting. Yeah, I was, I was a little bit, of, I was pretty agoraphobic when I started going out to open mics. That's like, I mean, I was worse than I am now. Like I just didn't leave and I didn't have anything except work. So I'd go to work and come home. But, uh, Emily, like, (laughs) 
saw me at an open mic and she she said it before but she was like she was like this is kind of what I did to Brandy Brandy's one person who maybe like my only friend friend in adulthood that I have that I've like been like okay I want to be friends with that person and I feel like I spent like years like honestly I've like been away at that yeah just trying to be like I know we're gonna like each other and really get along like let me just show you I think um now that's a friendship I really treasure because I I was like I want this person in my life they're so cool um yeah not that other friends are just as cool it's just been different uh paths to get me to that point of acknowledging that if that makes sense I won you over with treats you did win me over with treats and that's a really good way to do it was like more than that it was I noticed I've told you this before but I noticed I was like wait I thought that one day I was like that one time I was cold Joanna gave me her jacket I needed a tampon Joanna gave me her tampon that tampon out of my body (laughs) (laughs) I made it sound weird (laughs) You made me sound like, Jesus, calm down. I think when you find somebody in your life that you know is going to be kind of like one of those people that's like solid, that's like there for you and and has your best interest at heart, then you really shouldn't probably let those people go. You know, you should take time for those those connections because that's what's going to sustain you. Community is so important. That makes it sound selfish, but it's like... It's, you know, we, I think that's one of the biggest links to good mental health is having a supportive community and, and, and friendships and connections and. I just feel very loved and very supported. I want to pop my legs, but I can't do it. Well, no, do you pop your ankles? I pop my ankles all the time. No, I don't ever pop anything on purpose. Anything that pops in me is on accident because I literally wake up in the morning and I'll stretch my legs and, and they go pop, 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 pop. my little ankles. Yes, guys and gals, can you? Can I still be like guys? Is that like even worth talking about? Guys? Yeah, saying like hey guys or do because like that's like you saying is that problematic? Yeah, I don't think so. I think guys can be gender neutral. I feel that way too. I I, I was wondering because I was wondering about dude too because I say that sometimes. And it's I'm like, here's my thing. I'm also particular because I'm I have a lot of uh, members of the I have a lot of queer friends which I love very dearly. I love all my queer friends. Yeah. But I don't really use like. Say I have a friend who's a trans friend. Um, I'm not going to use dude or guys. Even if I mean it in, like, a gender-neutral way. just disrespectful. It's just not gender-affirming. They don't necessarily say that to me. But I just, like, I want to affirm um, who they are and who they want the world to see them as. And I don't want to do anything to, like, go against that. But if I'm referring to, like, a large group of people, I generally stick to, like, y'all. Just because it's very... Very neutral. You're not a folks person. I'm, I mean, I like folks, too. I do folks Howdy, tables. folks. Like, hey, folks, I'm hey Joanna. Folks. <laughs> I'm Joanna Burger. I'll be your server today. I don't give them my last name. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane to give a girl. Here's my full name and address. <laughs> I'm Joanna Danger. <laughs> Joanna. <gasps> Did Carr. you hear that? I popped him in mid-ankle. Oh, no. Hmm. Hmm. 
Do it again. <laughs> no, I can't do it again. No, command. I don't really want you to. Earlier tonight, something very unpleasant happened. Oh. What happened? <laughs> Rowan and I were snuggling with Pigeon on the couch. Oh, that was so funny. And Pigeon let out the worst fart I've ever heard. Okay, b- before that, Joanna was, like, messing with his face for, like, five minutes. And then blowing in his face. And then I picked him up and, like, rolled him on his back like a baby. And was, like, making him let me snuggle him. And then that's when he did it. <laughs> so... I know, I know, I I said earlier he's an innocent angel, but he did I don't that know. as revenge. It, it it just all because he farted on me. He farted straight at you. <laughs> <laughs> I just ran away. I didn't I didn't smell it at all. I just ran away. I started screaming because I you was. Just, you, you said you said bring me the Febreze, and then you sprayed it thirty times, and my nose started burning. <laughs> That's what happened. I didn't want to smell dog fart. That's my least favorite smell. <laughs> oh, man. Corn chip smell is also not good. The taste of corn chips, though. Delicious. My dog smells like corn chips. Ew. Ew. It's really gross. I think it's a bacteria. He needs a bath. I He's know. stinky. Yeah, he does. He smells He's gonna so get bad. A ba- He's going to get a bath soon. Soon? Yeah. Do you need assistance bathing him? No. Oh. <laughs> it's so easy. He loves it. You're not supposed to give dogs too many baths because he has sensitive skin. That's true. I and forget he's a something. Yeah, and you know he's what well, he smells is fine for a day or two, and he just gets stinky again. So I yeah, I usually bathe him like every three or four months. Bathe him on a special occasion. Yep, usually before we're gonna have people over, I'll give him a bath. You know we have special occasions coming up. I know. And, oh, earlier, I was going to say, we're after this, we're going to eat chili and watch cocoa. I know, I'm excited. We could also make, well, do we have stuff to make hot cocoa? No, we don't. Uh, (laughs) Maybe they have some next door. I'm going to invest, we might, we'll figure something. I want chocolate. I do too. Oh, man. Should have bought more chocolate at the store. I thought about it, but I was like, no, only the essentials. I've been craving chocolate like a motherfucker. Because you're uh, on my period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't remind me. I'm just kidding. I'm extra holy. I'm extra sacred. I used to try to tell. I keep saying my, like my ex. Like I didn't like host this podcast once with them. I feel like the people that listen to this all probably know him personally. But Aaron, I used to try to tell him that like I read women in not in like art culture but like other cultures i can't mm-hmm. remember which ones see are seen as sake extra sacred like your period is supposed to be like a sacred holy time do you feel closer to the ground when i'm bleeding and men are supposed to bring you things and like Hunter do gathers. things for you mm-hmm. yeah while you sit there and regenerate your wonderfulness and he would laugh at me about it. <laughs> he, would, he would do... He did shit for me all the time anyway. Like, he... Good man. He was a good man. Yeah, I mean, but he, so he would, When I talked about, like, weird spiritual shit like that, he'd be like, okay. Every, most... I'm pretty we used to that. We share the same beliefs, though. You and I? In general. Some, some same, yeah. I don't know, yeah. And my beliefs are... I mean, aside from my connection to some sort of, like, ah. higher... Higher... <laughs> Higher titty. Uh, I'm sorry, I forget. <laughs> like, 
in whatever nature anything else I'm kind of open I'm just like I really don't know anything (laughs) I just have no idea but all these ideas and theories and stuff are fun I like the weird ones and the regular ones respect Mm -hmm. aliens I hate the government I'm like sometimes I do I sound like I just break and (laughs) I also hate the government Joseph Biden owes me a thousand dollars at least. Joey, if you're listening, I don't know. To my TSA agent, give me a thousand dollars, please. TSA, PSA, who listens TSA to? is the people at the airport. Dang it! I messed up that joke. Oh, is I, it the NSA? The NSA? What is they, that? The National Security. Us? Hey, if you're listening, beep bop, boop boop, beep 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 beep, Look. boop boop, bop. I know the government is listening to, is watching me, specifically me. It's trying to, <laughs> the government has your genetic code, it's trying to clone you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you come up with any roast for me? Uh, I said the one about your laugh and scaring babies. My laugh is delightful. People liked that one couple of them didn't really hit that well. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. It's weird because I won that roast battle once, but it's like I have to take... I just have to sit down alone and take the time to write some roasts. Like, I have to put some thought into it. I can't just think of them, which is not good. I should be quicker. I should figure out how to be I quicker. I love to roast. Yeah, you're stupid good at it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you just, like, crank them out. You were roasting the dog good earlier, too. He's stinky. You were, what did you say about him? It was good. I said he could work on his personality. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then I said Pigeon probably doesn't even know what a personality is. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking does it. I was like, yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love Pigeon. I really do. Him and I snuggle a lot. He uses my boobs as a shelf for his head. It's a comfy spot. I'm trying to think of what else has happened in the past month. I quit a job. It really pissed me off. I left them a bad Indeed review, and they deserved it. Oh, yeah. not elaborate. She woke up that morning, and she said she, like, kind of, like, walked out, like, oh, like, in her dinosaur dress that she sleeps in. (laughs) And her hair was all messy. (laughs) And she said, I just left... The nastiest Yelp review, and I'm so happy. And then she walked back into her room. Was I making pancakes? Maybe. I think. And then I think I was like, "Do you want pancakes?" I think I told you I did something I've never done before because I've never done that before. You were yeah, you were pleased with yourself. Yeah, I said I didn't use any curse words and I didn't say anything. I would not repeat, but I used. I'm very proud of one phrase. What. Well, Exclusively 19-year-olds work here because they don't realize they're being exploited. Ooh. That's a burn. Damn. I'm very strong with my words when I really think about it. When you need to be. Which is a good thing, but it also means I need to... That's kind of why I hold my tongue all the time. Just to be careful. I can say some real hurtful shit. It's good to be careful about what you say before you say it anyway, too. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, sometimes 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's ever good to talk to anybody out of anger, but at the same time, some people fucking deserve it. <laughs> when I'm angry, I have to, like, scream for a minute. Not literally. In your pillow. It's funny because sometimes when I'm angry at work, my coworkers laugh at me. They don't take me seriously. Because they're like, apparently I angry smile. Oh, you do. You do. Really? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Angry smile and laugh, and they're like... I don't know. They think it's really funny. I'll have to get you mad again and do some observation. Take some notes. (laughs) (laughs) Do a little study. In-home study. You can be like my dolphin. I was in a bad mood the other day at work and someone started laughing. And I was like, why are you laughing? They're like, you're never in a bad mood. And I was like, yes. I'm I'm human. human That bothered. Yeah. And then people do that to their children a lot, too. Well, that got done to me as a child a lot, too. Yeah. It's like... uh, Just because I have a naturally sunny disposition does not mean I have my dark days, too. It's like an inside out. Mm Mm-hmm. And like my many colored days. We've got all these little people in our head. Especially Mm -hmm. me. I got so many. You schizophrenic, bro? (laughs) (laughs) All of these people. I think schizophrenia actually does run in my family. That's why I can't eat too much acid. Oh, you've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like. We've had that in the freezer for. I don't haven't felt the desire to do acid. We in can a very throw it long away time. or burn it. Pro- it's probably good because of where it comes from. Honestly, that X. Um, but mushrooms, I think I don't want. Like I don't want to. Everybody's body and their chemistry is different, so I don't want to say what anyone should do. But I think that they can be really, really useful if you use them as a tool for self exploration. And if you're like, if you're willing to go there, you can you can really start healing some stuff. I feel like microdosing at the farm as much as I did. Like I feel very, like I healed a lot of things. Yeah, I think I need to do mushrooms again soon. Mushrooms rule. I've been feeling kind of like, I kind of said something to Emily about this, but yeah, I've been kind of, you know, this month is kind of hard for me. Yeah, sad month. Well, it's it's weird because it's like, you know, the body keeps the score, all that bullshit, but like, I'm doing everything I can to be healthy, limiting alcohol, I journal, I meditate, I eat well, I exercise, I sleep eight hours, but I still feel my body like. It's weird, because I'll be driving around, and I'll just have, like, memories in my brain. Right. More so than anything else. And then I was sleeping, like, ten hours a night, because I'm just, like, having these intense, vivid dreams. And I just feel like my body's in, like, this liminal space. It's probably because I have a Pisces moon. Trauma lives in your body. Yeah. And my body, like... It's weird, because my body... If it's around the time of year when something has happened, my body, like, really remembers it. Even if, like, consciously, I think I'm mostly over it. Yeah. I'm still, like, my body is still, like, oh, we're so sad. Yeah. We have to lay down and do nothing. I don't feel, like, yeah. frozen because I used to have a problem with freezing a lot, but I just, like, I feel sad and kind of listless. Yeah. I think, like... There's a lot of different ways to handle that. Like, there's certain therapies that, like, you know, like the, what's it called? Um, EMDR? EMDR. Um, Because sometimes it is, it's just more complicated than talk therapy because it's, it's like, it's in our system and I'm not a professional so I can't really talk on it more than that. But it is, Mm -hmm. it, it goes really deep and that stuff's really complicated and that I think that um healing is just not linear it's up and down and up and down you know it's true 
It's true. That's why I'm actually reading this book that I have on my belly right now. Um, it's by Karina McGlynn. It's called I Have to Go Back to 1994 and Kill a Girl. And it's a section of poems. And it's interesting because um, these poems were all written with automatic writing. And a lot of them are based on dreams. What's automatic writing? So you essentially where you kind of, you don't, you're not thinking about what you're writing as you're writing it. You kind of turn off your thinking brain. It's like, and what I'll do is I'll close my eyes and just let my hand like spit things from my brain. First thought, best thought. Exactly. You just kind of let things like spit out and free form. And that's like, what the beatniks did. Yeah, it's they very were, beatnik. Um, it's by a beatnik. No, no, I said it's very beatnik. Oh, it's very beatnik, and and Easy. that's because they were on a lot of drugs though. And some of that poetry sucks. Not in this book, but some of the... This book is really good. Really? Um, hold on, let me see. Cool. If I... Are these poems autobiographical? Hold on. You can say other things while I'm looking for what I'm looking for. I'm so tired, and this I'm title. so hungry. <laughs> on the cover. I haven't had enough protein today, and the I'm slowly dead. turning into a pile of dust. Manipulates time. I'm going to be gone before the end of this poem. Hold on, let me get to the end where it talks about this. That's the sound of my disintegrating oh my body God, blowing away in the wind. It's an, you may not realize that you're moving the message in the where you are. It's part of the automatism theory of Ouija. Rowan doesn't voice. live here anymore. Rowan! <laughs> Are you reading this poem to me or no, to yourself? No, I haven't read any poems. I'm trying to look at the things. I don't know why you're doing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't throw the book at me. <laughs> See if I ever share Actually, any cool poetry things with try, you try, try throwing it out. It'll go right through my body because I'm a ghost. <laughs> I'm going to read you a poem. Oh, Amanda Hopper's house. Punishment. It was a farmhouse... <laughs> I'm in trouble. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Fine. It was a farmhouse for killing. The kind I saw in the paper above a row of senior portraits. Girls found in the basement. Frosted eyeshadow. Bangs like birds' nests. Girls I saw and said to myself, good. They deserve it. The stupid sluts sit on my tongue. I swallow, but the stupid sluts stick there like chicken bones. Like Amanda's older sister, Gloria, splayed across the hood of her boyfriend, Chevy Nova, from the breakfast table, we watch him open her dry, skinny legs and press his belt buckle into her denim crotch. It's 9 a.m. and they chew grape gum. We follow the unfurling snail silhouettes of their French kisses as Miss Hopper looks out, wary from behind the newspaper headline, Body of Missing Teen Found in Family Shed. She Mm. fishes in her pink robe for a pack of cigarettes places a menthol between her feathering lips, flicks her lighter, picks her cuticle, tells us out of the corner of her mouth to stop gaping and eat our fucking Lucky Charms. I love that you like that. It's appropriate for the season, Rowan. (laughs) It is kind of dark. Is that what you are going to read around the campfire? No. No. I'm just reading it for me. For you and for me and for the 15 others. (laughs) Listen, I'm in my poet brain. My stupid little poet brain. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about uh, beef encrusted glass and Beef encrusted glass? Cockroaches and ringworm? 
Okay, what? Is that what you said? I said worms, not ringworm. Do you worm, have ringworm? I had ringworm once as a kid. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. I've, I've, had... I've been through a lot. I know. <laughs> Anything else exciting happen this month? Oh. Hmm. I'm trying to think to me specifically. No. <laughs> My ex got engaged. Oh, we're going there. That's fine. I, yeah, I've never had an ex get engaged, I realized. I'm, here's the thing. I don't want to be her. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. It's just weird. Tell me more. It's weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on a joke about it, about how, like, he was a polyamorous anarchist when we were together. Now he's an elementary school teacher and he's engaged. Yeah. It's just weird. I guess people change. Just feels like he chose the boring storyline, but that's his problem. It's his life. That's true. You know, not your yeah. It's not not your circus. It's just, it's just weird too, because it's like it's not that you always think people will come back, but you know. Yeah, there's. Oof, I don't know. It's funny, like. There was a point where I had that thought about, I guess at different points, each of my exes where I was like, yeah, of course, that's... And then now, now and even, like, it's like, oh, thank God, and I hope they... Except, except Aaron, who's my friend, like, and Forrest and I are fine, but... Oh, it's not even... Just, like, I don't want, I don't... I don't even... It's not that I wanted anything to come back, like, it's one of those things where it's like... How do I put this? I'm so used to my ideas of romance kind of existing in circles or infinity symbols, like patterns, Mm. where it's like people loop back around until they learn a lesson. Right. But it's kind of like, there is no looping around. I'm... Just done. Yeah. It's just a finality to it that I like. closure. It's kind of odd with like... The longest relationship I've ever been in, being like, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, all right, that that phase of my life is truly over. Yeah, for sure. And I've got to like think of the future I'm building for myself. I guess it's kind of that's the exciting part. It is, and like, there's a part of me that still grieves for like that past version of myself because she was. This is weird thing about getting older. I don't know if you can relate to this. You probably can. Where it's almost like when you look back on your past dreams, you, like, kind of weep for... It's like delusion was kind of a sparkly thing. And now you've had, And now that you're more aware of the world and what it means to move in it, your dreams are different and they're more grounded in, like, the earth. But at the same time, you kind of weep for the dreams that you had that can never truly come true. Hmm. Does that make sense? Um, I could, I can imagine that experience, I think. I don't relate to that. Interesting. Much. Why is that? Um, maybe because my dreams have always been pretty steady for the most part, I think. Like, I, I don't know. I, I have imagined different pe- people in my life that have left my life, but like at mm-hmm. the center of it, I... So, like, I always saw myself as a performer and, and having um, a really solid, like, little family. Oh, I popped my bag again. <laughs> Two llamas. 
and a spider. Two llamas and a spider? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I get that. I think for me, I've just always, like, I've always been a deeply imaginative person. And, like, when I was yeah. younger, my imagination was a place to escape to mm-hmm. rather than a place based in concrete reality of, like, manifestation. Mm-hmm. It was like, here's a safe place. I can pretend all these shitty things aren't happening mm-hmm. and pretend my life is, like, this way. And a lot of that was also based in lack of self-knowledge, so mm. my dreams were based on other people's expectations mm. for my life. Yeah, I've been I've been this wise since I was a baby, actually. Fucking Capricorn rising. <laughs> I used to say crazy shit to my mo- my mom when I was like really little. I think I'm wise in my own way. Yeah, just I don't know. I guess also a part of the thing is, like, I feel like I've been delusional for so long that I'm like, well, can I trust my own judgment now? Am I wise enough to trust my own judgment now? When I was a, when I was a toddler, I, I said, <laughs> I was, like, two, I was like, before, mom, <laughs> before, before, did you know that before you were my mother, I was your mother? <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like, what the fuck? And I was, like, really, I was also, like, Mom, did you know before, or I was, like, before I was in your womb, was I alone in the universe? (laughs) My mom was, like, what? (laughs) Weird little grandma baby. I have a lot of health complications as a child. Aw. That's terrible. Yeah. Are you better better now? For the most part. I have to live with my caffeine. Mm -hmm. I have a weak heart, apparently. Oh, that's so sad. Do you not know about this? Maybe, I don't know. You don't talk about it. I was born with a hole in my heart. Oh, I did know that. I did know that. Eight weeks earlier, I almost killed my mom. Yeah, I remember this story. Okay, yeah. I was a weirdo until I was two years old. I would crawl like a monkey, (laughs) limping through a cage. Oh, little little pet (laughs) Joe. Don't mind her. And then when I was two years old, my older brother, who was 12 at the time, mm-hmm. found me blue in my crib. Oh, So, I was taken in for open heart surgery. Oh, Sorry. And they sewed the wall well, between oh, my upper I, two atrium. I, ooh. Which is why I have the second belly button. It's really cool. Medical stuff makes me dizzy. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I also, I'm, 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 I'm. You're so hungry. I need to eat. Um, why don't you talk for a minute while I check on our soup? Ooh, chile. I could do that thing where I pretend to, like, be a ghost again. I don't know if I liked that. I thought it was fun. It's a, little, <laughs> a little role play. A little role play? A little role play for, just for me. Just for you. I've never done role play before. Actually, I literally, that's, that's, did you hear that? She yelled at me. I really haven't. That's surprising. I'm going to soon. I'll tell you this. With 100% confidence. Oh, are you excited because the chili's good? I'm so excited to eat this chili. I'll role play. I'll practice role playing right now that I'm eating the chili. Mmm, this chili's so good. It's spicy. Oh, it's, I think it's a little hot. <laughs> oh, no. I burnt my tongue. Oh man, if I do role play, I want to do something like, I feel like the police officer thing is just too 
predictable. Like, that is what... I feel like that's what, like, the generic thing that you think of and, like, of professor or whatever. But what about, like... <laughs> Savannah likes milkman. What about the milkman? The milkman's pretty typical, too. I don't know. I really like um scientists so i think maybe like like lab like a lab coat and just like so and i'm also a scientist yes i'm a scientist too because and that's the only way i'll ever get to experience that um i wish i could be a scientist i call myself a scientist because i make discoveries but uh i think you need to go to school for longer. <laughs> you need to do more than a little community college and beauty school to be a scientist. Um, but yeah, and and then he's like, oh, come over and look at this bacteria in this microscope. And I'm like, and it's late. We're in the lab and it's late. And I like come over and, and I lean over into the teles- the microscope and I'm looking at the bacteria and then like our our cheeks kind of brush cuz his and then oh man this is just and then and then he's like behind and he and he's like behind me and this is not that kind of podcast this is this is um this is getting a little bit crazy I uh I should not be left alone. I I used to do this by myself. I don't know how I did that without turning it into... (laughs) I think it did get a little bit weird sometimes. Oh, we're almost at our maximum. Max. We're almost at our maximum, baby. Our maximum time for the podcast. I didn't talk about anything weird. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Seasoning the chili. Oh, were you seasoning the chili, Joanna? Yeah, um... <laughs> I literally was. And you're it's going to be so good. I'm going to put it up to my mouth and I'm going to say, Mmm, chili. <laughs> you're being weird. <laughs> what? I'm, being, uh, I'm just being regular. The reason I yelled your name is because I didn't realize like it had stopped cooking. Like, Oh! <gasps> So, um, so it's not love done. you all so much, but I, I want to end the episode because I'm hungry. Is it done? We can go eat it? We yeah, can go eat a little? it's time to eat. Ooh, baby. You so, were also talking about how hungry you were when I was reading the poem, so. That, yeah, poetry, you know, poetry just makes me so hungry. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of any shows or anything we have to, t- ooh, no, we, we have, have some fun stuff coming up we soon. We have five shows coming up this month. Ugh. Let's, we can we can alternate saying what they are. Let's play the, um, a game. First things first. I have my variety event October thirtieth at Pretentious. Okay. Cool. 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 We have Day before Sarah Halloween. May and Brandy Augustus, who both performed at Second Bell, which is very cool. That'll be a fun show. And then, so our tiny stage show goes Central Cinema at on November first at Central Cinema. Seven thirty. That one's gonna be really fun. And then the Butchery. And then... That's November 3rd, right? I'm not going to be the one that says the dates. That's right. Ro never knows what time. We can just say the venues, and then they can okay. get on the Instagram. Blue Tree, Corner Lounge... Brackens, and Pilot, Pilot Light. Light. That one's going to be 
Listen, you guys, if you are only able to, like, come to a handful of shows this month, that's one of the ones that I would say prioritize coming out to because we're... It's going to be wacky. It's going to be awesome. Our friend St. Thomas is coming in from Murfreesboro. We got our friends from Chattanooga coming up. Our, yeah, our good friends Dave, Hannah, and Ryan Darling are coming up to do some comedy. And, and tr- it truly is a comedy music experience like nothing else. It's going to be weird and awesome. We're going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see you there. And mm-hmm. thanks for yeah. listening. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, hungry. Okay. All right. Bye. We love you. <laughs> love you. Bye.